Welcome to Three Books, an ELA Area Public Library podcast. I'm Kristen Weiser. And I'm Becca Boland. I almost read that I was you. Roses are read because we have Melissa Keegan with us today. Welcome, Yay! Melissa. Hi. <laughs> um, <laughs> Melissa, you are our very first ELA area public library librarian on the podcast. A homegrown, lovely human. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm Melissa Keegan, a reference librarian here at ELA. Um, I really, really love to read, hence probably why I'm here. Voracious reader. It's a good indicator. Yeah. (laughs) Usually. (laughs) It's pretty much all I do. Mm -hmm. Hang out with my dog. Maybe sometimes hang out with my husband. Most of the time is reading. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. So what is your job? You're the reference librarian, but more specifically... The business librarian. Takes Mm -hmm. care of business. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. I think you know the premise of our... A little podcast here is that we talk about three books. So we would love to hear your three books. So my first book is called You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. It is what I like to consider a self-improvement book, not a self-help book. I chose, well actually it was a choice for book club. I wouldn't normally have picked up this book being that it was a self-improvement book. However, I actually really, really enjoyed it. I didn't read it, which I think makes a huge difference. I listened to it because Mm -hmm. the author reads the book to you. And so she kind of puts a more lighthearted spin on certain things. She makes fun of herself a couple times throughout the books. It's, It's really kind of a laugh out loud self-improvement mm-hmm. oh, book. It seems fabulous. kind of interesting, right? And it just kind of stuck with me throughout the whole entire year because we read it in the beginning of the year and it's just something that just stuck with me. I'll yeah. always do like, you know, what would Jensen Chero do? <laughs> <laughs> so what would she do? What is What are some, some of the things that she focuses on in the book? Some of the things that have stuck with me are kind of the idea of not worrying about other people. And in the in what they think of you or what they're doing or mm-hmm. you know judging yourself compared to what they're doing kind of thing. It was it would just be you know set your own goals, even kind of gauge your own idea of failure against success because yeah. everybody's going to be completely different in that. And that's one of the things that I've just like I said has just kind of stuck with me. And just to kind of go for it, yeah, you that's know, just great. do it. I love an author read book. I yes. find that I am really, really drawn to audiobooks, particularly nonfiction that's read by the author, yeah. because the book is written in their own voice, so it only makes sense to, to hear it in their own voice. I think that's our first self-help book, for self so. Im- self-improvement book <laughs> on the podcast. Have you, are you familiar? No. No? <laughs> you should try it. I, I think, I, I mean, I love a good audiobook, so I think that might be the way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and what about your second book? So I chose Alex Approximately by Jen Bennett because it's a teen book, and it just is so lighthearted, and it made me so happy. Yeah. Um, 
The premise is very much like You've Got Mail. Which I love. I love. Oh, we briefly mentioned this in our November one because you you recommended it as a gift idea. Oh, I, yes, you did. Mm-hmm. Which is mm-hmm. why I now have it on my desk at home yes. to read. <laughs> right. Okay, so it's like You've Got Mail, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. probably not email. It, it's a it's newer a little, book. Is it a, newer? It's not email. You know, there's no AOL. You're not going to hear the ding. Yeah. You mail or anything. <laughs> <laughs> there's a girl and a boy, of course, that they don't, they live on the other side of the country. And they just started, I think they started talking through their love of film. Mm-hmm. And so she figures out that she's going to be living with her dad. She's moving with her dad across the country, yeah. which is where he lives. Oh. His boy lives, right? Um, So they kind of continue to talk to each other, and he hasn't told her a ton of very um, identifying things about himself, so she doesn't know who he is. So she kind of spends the entire book trying to figure out who this boy Mm -hmm. is in that town. Like, you know, she knows this very little bit about him, and she just tries to find him out that way. Meanwhile, she, of course, starts working at this touristy museum. It's kind of a big joke. It just reminds me a lot of House on the Rock. Yeah. (laughs) And so there's this very cute, flirtatious security guard who works there. And so she kind of has a little thing going on with that, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's just... Makes me very happy. Yeah, I loved it. True. And you read that print. Yes, I yes. read it in print. Okay. Cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Lovely. And your third book is? It's kind of an easy giveaway. It's Artemis by Andy Weir. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Our whole thing is that if you want to actually know how to pronounce something, you have to listen to the audio book. Oh, because that's the point. only place yes. you can hear for sure the correct pronunciation of something. Oh, Although there is that... Um, there is that website. Website that pronounces authors' last yeah, name. And they're, they're pronouncing their, la- their, their names. Their own last names, which is super helpful. And helpful. Uh-huh. And fascinating. Both. <laughs> and fun. Yes, all of those things. Mm-hmm. All in one website. Yep. If you're a super I, nerd. <laughs> I never just park on that website and click. All you want to do is listen to John Seska pronounce his name over and over Which rhymes with Fresca, which Indeed. I know because of that website. Uh, see? Well, anyway. <laughs> now you Back know. Back to you. <laughs> okay, Artemis. Artemis. Uh, so I really, really, really loved The Martian, so it was an okay. easy giveaway to read Artemis, of course. Yeah. And that was one of the things that I was reading on Goodreads. Not everybody liked Artemis as much as they liked The Martian, mm-hmm. or they had different expectations of it, okay. which I don't really understand, because mm-hmm. it's very similar. I think the similar writing style, the character, again, is just this snarky kind of person with attitude it was just a lot of fun and there's a ton of science in it again and it's set in space i think a lot of people are pretty harsh on a person's second yeah book no matter Mm -hmm. how great it is like if it's super if it's similar people are angry because it's too much like the first one if it's different then they're angry because it's not what they know and what they like and whatever and i think maybe just maybe People just want to be unhappy. Yes. <laughs> I mean, and point. when they are unhappy, yeah. they want to voice those opinions on Goodreads. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. So I try not to read too many of them on Goodreads. I don't yeah. want it to sway my opinion in any way. So yeah. it's kind of one of the reasons why I don't necessarily always write negative reviews. 
Mm -hmm. I often try to write something positive because if I didn't like it, I'm not going to try to ruin anybody else's opinion yeah. about it. So I just let it go, you know. Right. And the reader experience is very unique. Mm -hmm. So what mm -hmm. draws you to the book could be anything. It could be the you know the characters or the setting or the language right. or whatever. But that might totally ruin it for somebody else. Right. That doesn't mean that either is necessarily the only experience you can have. Absolutely. So these are all newish books. Are you a you are a badass. Is that newish as well? I would say it came out maybe around this time last year. Okay. Or maybe sometime last year. I think it was a 2016 book. Mm -hmm. So what made you choose these three books? I chose these three books because they were very wide-ranging. I thought I would, you know, pick things that were accessible to hopefully everybody. Or, you know, one person would really enjoy Artemis mm -hmm. versus You Are a Badass. Yeah. I have a very wide-ranging reading Yeah. whenever. <laughs> <laughs> Eclectic, is that, yes. is that the word oh, yeah. for yeah. that? I like Wide-ranging whatever. Right? <laughs> I like a wide-ranging whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> French. Um, are there any books that you thought that you might want to add? This is putting you under pressure because I didn't read it. It is, no. But, uh, I, but you can say no. Like no, I did. There was... Um, I kept coming back to Young Jane Young. Mm -hmm. which, which is, came out this year. It came out this year. Gabrielle Zevin, yes. I believe, is the author. Mm -hmm. That one just also is one that stuck out into my brain just because it's very female-based, and it has mm -hmm. a lot of interesting ideas and topics to talk about some of the things that women pin against each other. Mm -hmm. And it was just very interesting, but yeah. I don't know if it was... Good for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Anything is good for the podcast. <laughs> New, old, all the things. Do you have, like, if if someone said to you, what's your favorite book of all time, or what's your top three books of all time, would you be able to answer that question? Yes. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> all right. I feel ready to go at all times. Definitely. I feel like that's how Kristen is, too. I mean, you, you were like, a I was like, boom, done. boom, boom. And I was like, ah, three? Okay, so what, okay. I think my three was actually seven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well, so one of them was a series. <laughs> we should maybe call it like the three stories podcast so then we can get like series in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More yeah. comfortably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because too you late. Know, we already Too late, it. too late. <laughs> We've got a logo. We've got a logo. It's over. It's done. Mm -hmm. All right, so your top three all, all right, time. All right, so my Hit top it. three all time are Time Traveler's Wife, Water for Elephants, mm -hmm. and Eat, Pray, Love. Another one that a lot of people have negative comments towards, but I try to ignore them. <laughs> you can. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. My taste. I think that's the that's the beauty of books, right? Mm -hmm. Like, something that speaks so profoundly to one person might not resonate with another person. And I think that's a huge part of what we do is finding that thing about the book that made someone love it. Like, yeah. And I think the more you talk to somebody about books, the more you can get an idea of... Like, is it the character that really drives their love of a book? Or is it the story that really drives the love of a book? Or is it, you know, this fantastical setting or whatever the case may be? And I don't know. I think that we need to move out of this. Like, you know, I think there's a lot of discussion right now about romance. And mm -hmm. if it's like a valid genre. Mm -hmm. um, and like on a literary scale. Well, just in general, like, people tend to keep... It's such a throwaway genre, mm -hmm. but it's so important to so many people. Yeah. 
um, I know here alone, like we have a lot of women who speak English as a second language Mm -hmm. that read so much romance because it's accessible for them. The language is accessible for them. They'll get it in audio so that they can like reinforce what they've read Mm -hmm. so that they know the story already and they can listen to it and they can help improve their English. And just beyond that, like there are some really good stories and some really good authors and not all of it is like the dime store kind of mm-hmm. porn know. without plot. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh-huh. That one. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, <laughs> but I mean, like there's a, an argument for that too, right? You know, I think mm-hmm. it's like when parents get really upset that their kid is reading the same thing over and over yeah. again or they're reading what they consider, you know, quote unquote garbage. Yeah. It's like, well, they're thinking really hard all day. They have books that are assigned to them in school. Yeah. You let them watch the same movies over and over again. Who cares if they read the Wimpy Kids series for a 13th time? Mm -hmm. Like, you can't just read heavy literary fiction all the time. Nor, I mean, you might want to. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, nor would anyone want to, but that's not true true. (laughs) either. So, yeah, that's, that's, I'm proving my own point, right? Right? Yeah, no. I call them palate cleansers. If I want a lighthearted read between something that's very literary and it took me way too long to read it, I need to have a palate cleanser. Or sometimes my romance is a little bit of a palate cleanser. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just because they are so accessible, they're they're easy to read. And they're fun. They are fun. And they're quick, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Done. Yep. Absolutely. I I call them popcorn books. Yeah. Because, like, you have the meal of a... Liter- big, thick, heavy literary book, and then you want just a snack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then you can get through your good rates. Exactly. Uh, goals. Goals yes. faster. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I'm I mean, yeah. I'm in trouble. Some popcorn books, some graphic novels, you'll knock that thing yes. right out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no problem. So we brought you because you are probably one of the most voracious readers in this library, yes. if not the most voracious. Yes. You win. We give you Can the crown. Can I put crowns. that on my name tag? Yes. yes. Yeah. We'll make Do you, you want a crown? Pin. I want a crown, or a yes. pin or both? All of the above. All right, done. Um, <laughs> we can not only that, that, but you express your love of reading in a very specific yeah, way. Very creative. In a creative way. You have an Instagram account where the name of this episode comes from. So tell us a little bit about that and just bookstagramming as a concept and kind of how you came to it and what your approach is and all of that other good stuff. Okay. Um, well, I call my account, my bookstagram account, it's actually pronounced Roses Are Red. That makes way more yeah, sense, I know. doesn't it, it? It gets kind of thrown off, but of course there's obviously a point to it to say that it looks like... I wish you would have corrected me at the beginning. Well, I thought I could, you know, yeah, do it now this here. Perfect. Perfect. Especially when we're going to pronounce Huga. Huga. <laughs> <laughs> That makes it feel a little better. Well, the Behind the Roses Are Red was I worked in a Hallmark store in college that was called Roses Are Red, and it was my one of my favorite jobs, of course, besides here. Um, we had a kind of a chocolate bar, chocolate shop, and we yeah. were able to make the fudge. And when I started working there, they were like, you're going to make the fudge. And I was like, oh, okay, that sounds <laughs> excellent to me. So it just little, you know, holds a little place in my heart, the Roses Are Red, because it's no longer existing, the mm. store. But I started the Bookstagram account about this time last year when there was one of my favorite bookmarks this woman's store is called my bookmark very clever um it's the bookmarks (laughs) that had like the little legs that stick outside of the books oh yeah those are so cute 
she had a contest contest last year, which was using the hashtag legs in book. And it was all these creative ideas where she was trying to get people to use their legs and have a book on their lap. And yeah. it was just super fun. And I just went bonkers over it. And I submitted like 10 entries just because I was having so much fun with mm-hmm. how creative it was. And I was like, everybody on my personal account's probably really annoyed with me. <laughs> <laughs> So just her posting this contest kind of introduced me to the world of Bookstagram, and I thought, well, I really want to get into this because it's super fun. And so I, that's why to annoy my you know personal people less and so that I could really focus on just books, I created the Bookstagram yeah. account. And it's just been very fun since. Yeah. How do you get your idea? Like, you've got props, you've got. Yeah, I just pick whatever's in my house. (laughs) (laughs) So you've got like skeleton chainy things. Yeah, I just happen to have all this garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't throw anything out. I'm such a hoarder, I guess. Yeah. It's kind of funny, too, because some of my friends that follow me on my Bookstagram account will be like, hey, I found this. I think you should use this for your Bookstagram. And so they kind of provide me with some stuff, too, which I think is super cool. Yeah, I literally, that's just crap I have in my home. (laughs) (laughs) And I kind of draw inspiration, I suppose, on what the book's about or the cover or something like that that I think that was just super interesting or just whatever I'm doing that day. If I'm sitting down having my coffee and my mm-hmm. gluten-free muffin, I'm going to post about it because it's fun. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So. Um, yeah, I really love, like, when it was eclipse time, you were talking about the eclipse and then you were also talking about the books that you were reading and mm-hmm. Your star leggings and all yeah. that. It seems like you still think about the leg part of. I know. Well, that was, that was one of my entries. Was my 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 I call them my galaxy pants. <laughs> I mean, of course. I just got a bunch of galaxy books and star books and things like that, and it was just a lot of fun. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I keep saying that. So you don't necessarily think like, oh, I know I'm reading this book, so I need to start thinking about what I have around my house and what I can use for props. It's just kind of like you're sitting there and enjoying it, and you're like, I'm feeling the love for this book right now, and I want to show the world about it. Kind of both, but yes. But yeah, it's like one of the things with when I was rereading The Night Circus, like Mm -hmm. roses, and actually the red scarf was really important in it too, so I was like, I'm... I've got that stuff. Let's just throw it together and talk about this book because that was that's that should be in my top three too. So can I top four? Then yes, I, absolutely. I okay. <laughs> Did you read that or listen to it? All. I've yeah. read it so many times that I've. If I really want to reread it, I will listen to it because mm-hmm. then I can do all my other things while I'm still getting to enjoy the yeah. book again. And that's Jim Dale. It oh, is Jim oh, Dale. I, I love, love Jim Dale. Dale. <laughs> Kristen does it. No, I love. I like that audiobook. For Harry Potter, I was kind of over him. Sorry. That's okay. I just have a moment of silence right now. (laughs) I'm not sure how that works on a podcast. (laughs) I mean... Static, static, static. I love Jim Dale, too. Don't worry. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay, but Stephen Fry reads the British version. David Attenborough? What is... He does a lot of the... Like, British nature... Yeah, Frozen Planet, I know he does. Mm. But they have a very similar voice. Is that... Nice Like, (laughs) documentary? Mm -hmm. Okay, I was like... I don't... I'm sure he's done an audiobook just because he has a great voice for it, but I don't know. I should look him up. Yeah. 
We'll see what we can find and add it to the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you mentioned Huga. 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 Not Huga. Not Hengi. Not Huga. 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 Which is something that which is I could you... still be pronouncing it wrong because I feel like in a month's time somebody agree like nope it's really pronounced this way. Absolutely. This is why you write it and you never say it. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, which we found out the hard way last time. <laughs> um, <laughs> we need an audio book with this word. <laughs> what we need yes. is like yes. a voice recorder Insert. where we yeah. just like press a yes. button and it pronounces Insert. certain words for us. So. This is something that you kind of embraced, right? Well, what I found was that I think America started embracing it after, you know, it started becoming a thing, being a Danish concept. Um, I just realized I was already doing it. So what is it? It's just, and I think I, if you're a reader, I feel like you're already kind of doing it no matter what. It's mm-hmm. just the idea of just being cozy and just enjoying the moment that you're in. Just imagine the feeling of... Wrapping yourself in a nice comfy blanket and it's like cold outside or rainy and you light a candle and you've got a nice warm beverage. That feeling that you have, it's just it. That's that's great. I think we can all embrace that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So beyond all of that wonderful stuff, you also have a book-related hobby slash business, which Mm -hmm. is called? The Word Wrap. The Word Wrap. And what is a Word Wrap? A word wrap is basically a protection for your book. It sounds inappropriate. (laughs) (laughs) We love it. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. We're on board. It's it's a book sleeve. There you go. I I like protection for your book. Being a librarian, I take books with me everywhere, Mm -hmm. of course. And, you know, they start to get dingy and pages torn and covers creased and nobody likes that then that's ugly yes it's been read and loved but you want to keep your books nice so that was another thing that I came across with the bookstagram community this love of book sleeves Mm -hmm. and I was like I can make those you can. can do it. Mm-hmm. So I've been having a lot of fun with that, too. And I just had my first craft show last weekend. How did that go? It went really well. Yeah? I had low expectations. So, of course, it went really well. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way to do it. I love it. But I was surprised. Wonderful. Everybody thought it was a unique idea. And, again, like we were talking last time about gifting books if you are gifting a book to someone who is a book lover, like, that's a perfect kind of when you're making up your little mm-hmm. box or basket or whatever yeah. to throw in a book sleeve to keep their precious, yeah. precious books nice and, nice and pretty and all of that other good mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you have, like, size selection? Mm-hmm. So, like, here's for your Game of Thrones tome. Mm-hmm. Here's for your little paperback romance. Mm-hmm. Very nice. That's what I kept saying at the the craft show. I'm like, it's to carry your books around so you can protect them and also to hide them. (laughs) 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 We need to get away from that. But it's a good selling point, I Mm -hmm. think. Yeah. Absolutely. And do you, like, do you do seasonal fabrics or do you... For the craft show, I picked up a bunch of seasonal uh, fabrics, and I think they did pretty well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, but I tried to stay away from anything that was, like, super Christmassy, because I did have Halloween ones, but for Christmas, I just thought you could only really have them for a short period of time. Whereas skeletons, to me, I feel like I can have them all the time. <laughs> yeah, I all am time. firmly behind skeletons. <laughs> skeletons and sugar skulls. Yes, yes, yes. 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 
Yeah. Or Santa Clauses. Uh, in yeah. January, you're like, eh, I don't want to look yeah. at Santa anymore. But snowflakes or something snowflakes, like that yeah. would be mittens and hats mm-hmm. and that sort of thing would be delightful. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Is that a newer endeavor or something you've been doing for a while? Nope, I started it this year. So it's wow. new. Wow. Yes. So much new and exciting mm-hmm. things in your reading life. And is that on Etsy? It is on Etsy. Yes. Mm-hmm. I kind of decided to tell myself I was a badass and then I could do it. You can. Right? right? So were you really inspired by that book? I really was, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. We will definitely put a link to your shop in our show Thank notes. You. We will definitely put a link to your Instagram, Roses Are Red, yeah. not Read. <laughs> you would think I could have figured that out and one of you would have elbowed me. <laughs> I didn't want it to pick up on the microphone. <laughs> That's fine, too. (laughs) Um, So between sewing and gathering supplies for these pictures, how do you choose what you're going to read next? It depends. I think I go by based on my feeling. Because a lot of times I won't want to read this giant book of mine Mm -hmm. because I know it's going to take me a long time or, or just drag me down and depends on what I'm doing and so or sometimes I throw it out to the bookstagram community and show them a pile of pictures or a pile of books in a picture and say what should I read next yeah and then I listen to them that's awesome and do you are you a multi-book reader oh yeah yeah I have because of that reason because this damn brown book of mine right now is taking me forever yeah it's driving me nuts is it his newest one yes which is origin origin Origin. Mm. which is really good it's just I'm having a hard time getting through it. Yeah. Because I have, well, especially with the craft show, my mind was focused on other things, too, and trying to read a book that was a page-turner is was making me crazy because I couldn't, I didn't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be able to put it down. Uh-huh. Because life. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yes, I listen, I'll listen to a book on my cell phone through Hoopla or Overdrive. Mm-hmm. I don't, nice little plug there. <laughs> um... And sometimes I will throw an audiobook in my car as well. That's a little too much. Two audiobooks at once is a little too much. And then I have a book on my tablet, and I have a paper book at all times. And I know you're a runner. Yes. Do you listen to audiobooks when you run, or do you listen to music when you run? I try not to listen to anything when I run. Oh. I use my safety running Safety first? As, yes, safety first for sure. And I also try to just kind of use that time to meditate. Not, that sounds really... No. Hugo. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's my time to think about things and just what I have to do that day or whatever. Or if I'm really needing to focus on, say, questions that are coming my way, how to answer those questions. <laughs> hmm. Like if you're on a podcast or something. You know, just something. I yeah. <laughs> That's wonderful. And so your job here is a business librarian and a reference librarian. Do you find that you're still recommending fiction titles or? I will, yes, Mm -hmm. just because I can't help it. Mm -hmm. 95% of the books that I read are fiction. I'd say 5% of the books I read are nonfiction only because Library Journal keeps assigning me them. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Which I have really enjoyed. So it's it's really, Library Journal has been really nice to kind of introduce me to things that I should be reading as my job, but I tend to not automatically do it but you also do fiction don't you ordering you mean 
um, for for reviews. Yes, because I yes, read I your do. reviews. Actually, I'd be like, oh, that's <laughs> Melissa. I guess I'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do do fiction. They kind of they help me out sometimes. Well, they'll throw me a nonfiction book and then throw me a fiction yeah. book and kind of swap it. It's nice. Cool. It helps me out. Good. Good. <laughs> So I guess we know what you're reading now, which is Origin. Yes. <laughs> well, that's one of the many books. One of the what many. are the audiobooks? One of the audiobooks, Warcross, Marie mm-hmm. Lou. Lou. Mm-hmm. I'm not really totally loving it. Okay. It feels do you think it's the audio or do you think it's the book itself? I think it's the book itself. But I am still plugging through. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Um, do you give up on books? I do. Good. I have to. There's too many. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. not yeah. enough time. Do you have a rule? I don't have a rule. I wish I did. Somebody said one time, well, read the last page of the book. And I'll be like, I don't even want to do that. And then that's when I know, okay, then I'm not reading this book anymore. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. And the Nancy Pearl rule is 50 pages. So I intend mm-hmm. to get over 100 pages, and I'm still trying. I think I should shoot for 50. 50. Yeah. yeah. That's a good baseline. Yeah. So you're listening to that on audio. Yes. You're reading Origins. And, and I'm also on my tablet reading... To all the boys I've loved before, mm-hmm. is that right? Teen book. Is that Jenny Han? I yes. was, was going to say Jenny yes. Han, and then I questioned myself. Nice short Should've chapters. It's it. an easy, quick read. I'm not very far into it yet, but what have what have you challenged yourself to this year? I think Goodreads automatically challenged me to 75. I don't think I set one. Okay. But I forget. That's pretty aggressive that yeah. they're just doing it. <laughs> I really yeah. honestly don't remember setting it. Maybe I set it a year ago. Or, or I it mean, would be. sorry, that sounds stupid. I meant <laughs> previous years I have set it to 75. Yeah. And they it were just, just like, like let's oh, just let's keep just her keep, going. Keep on keeping yeah. on. Okay, I get so it. I All right. Because I'm doing it for the first time this year. And like your craft show, I set my expectations very low. Yeah. <laughs> um, How's it going? I think I'm still pretty behind. Really? <laughs> I, I mean, I well. feel like if I added the books that I've read with my kid and Why like... Why don't you? Yeah. Because a lot of them I've read before, so I... What? Oh, I read counts. Rereader. Mm-hmm. It counts. Rereading totally. is cheating. It is no, it not isn't. cheating. No, it isn't. I will fight you. <laughs> I guess it's like the people that feel like audiobooks are cheating. I have a similar... Yeah, I mean, I... I'm not cheating either. Do it's a different do experience. Because then so when I was a children's librarian, my challenge was 500. Oh. And um, I believe 490 of those were picture books. No, I'm like happy if I get through 50. <laughs> well, Melissa, thank you so much for being with yeah. us today. Thank you. A delight. Um, so we like to close the podcast with a favorite bookish quote. Do you have one of those? I bet you do. I do. Wonderful. What is your bookish quote? It is, never trust anyone who has not brought a book with them. Lemony Snicket. Lemony Snicket. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) Well, thank you again. Today, we spoke with Melissa and her Instagram account is Roses Are Red. Eh? Yes. Yeah. Um, she makes beautiful book wraps called The Word Wrap. The Word Wrap, all of which we will link to on um, on our show notes. The books she talked about today are You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero, Alex Approximately by Jen Bennett, and Artemis by Andy Ware. 
And we will also make note of all of the other books that we spoke of today and make sure those are in our show notes as well, mm-hmm. including but not limited to a link to Huga. It's like Huga Cabaret. Is it? This is how that's how I'm going to remember. It. Okay. Is that um, how he pronounces his? Nope. Name? Nope. Okay. Not even All close. Right. <laughs> I think the Cabaret part was part. Let's say that sound. Okay. So thank you. Um, and next month we were going to do a best of 2017 episode, and then we listened to our November episode, which was really long and about a lot of books that had been published in the last year. So we feel like. Books for Between days. that and all of the other lists that have been created, it's kind of been done. Mm-hmm. So we are going back to the drawing board with a super special surprise for January of 2018, or just a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be one of those two things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe both. Two things can be one thing. Two things can be one thing. We will discuss three books in some form, in some way. With someone. That was really beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You've had enough of us for today. So you've been listening to three books, an ELA Area Public Library podcast. Engineered by Celicia Applegate and produced by us. Our theme music is provided by Lache Swing and our artwork was provided by Rachel Davis. Write to us at three books podcast, that's three spelled out books podcast at gmail.com and tell us what you're reading. Oh my gosh, I just said dot com. Like I was straight up from Chicago. Um, yep. So that's a thing. And <laughs> stop by Elo Library to request a copy of the books that you've heard about today. You can find the titles we've discussed as well as links to the library's catalog at eapl.org slash three books. And that's three books spelled out, T-H-R-E. I am Becca Boland. And I'm Kristen Weiser. And I'm Melissa Keegan. Three you later!